I don't know. I feel like this episode is just a compilation of people going to the bedroom, then going to a church pulpit, and then back to a bedroom in some way. Like, that's kind of how I feel like the tweets today are gonna be. But before I get on to any of those, let me just read this caption on some gossip page on IG. Now, Mungai Mbaya, popularly known as Moongai Dagai and brother to Machachari actor Tyler Mbaya, has announced his breakup with his model girlfriend Mo Aisha. Breaking the news on Instagram, the rapper and songwriter revealed he chose to address the issue after several inquiries from fans who were concerned about the status of their relationship. Speaking about the breakup which seems recent, Mungai said they parted ways after things failed to work out and he has nothing against Mo Aisha. He also added that the two of them will forever be parents to their deceased son Lyric. Now, I'm sure there's a bunch of y'all that are wondering who the hell Mungai is or who the hell Moesha is. I'm actually looking at their picture here and not gonna lie, Shorty looks fine as fuck though. But I'll also admit I also have no idea who the fuck these two are. The reason I actually read this story was just because of the 5% that is left at the bottom. 95% of this story is absolutely pointless for me. It's just that last statement that was used over there. He also added that the two of them will forever be parents to their deceased son, Lyric. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but doesn't this seem a little bit weird to you? Like, I get you guys had a baby at some point and, you know, the baby died and shit, but you bringing this up and saying that we will forever be dead parents, like, that almost feels like you're just trying to hang on. So I'm kind of just trying to wonder for a bit. Like, there's just something about this that almost seems as though he's like, I'm letting you go, but I'm still clinging on. Like, I can get that, you know, losing a kid is is a big thing and there's no parent that wants to, you know, go through such a thing, regardless of whether the kid grew up all the way till they were 40 or they, you know, died at birth and shit. Like, I'm, I'm sure it's a very painful thing for a lot of parents and, and I get that. It's just that you bringing it up right as you're breaking up or, you know, right after the breakup and you're announcing it to the world seems a little bit like you're, you know, trying to hold on to that string for a little bit, you know. Because imagine you're with your new girlfriend and then you have to explain that you just came from this shorty's place because you arrived the house super late and shorty had been waiting for you the entire time. So shorty is like, hey babe, where were you the entire day? And then this guy has to be like, uh, I I went to see my baby mama. And and all of a sudden shorty is like, wait, you have a baby mama? How come you never told me you had a baby mama? Huh? How come you never told me you had a kid? And then now this guy has to be like, nah, babes. Like, you know what happened was... Back when I was with my ex, like us guys had a kid and the kid died, but but were forever parents and shit. And then our shorty has to get pissed and be like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, you ended stuff with this babe. Why are you still going to see her? And then this guy has to be like, you know, we're forever parents. So like, there's always that connection that holds us together, even though we're not apart. Like, we shared something special. And now the girlfriend is in this awkward position where she doesn't know whether to be pissed at this guy or whether to feel sorry for this guy. Although I'm not going to lie, this guy sounds like one of those people that used to have like hundreds of millions that were hidden in the house. And then the moment the Kenyan government changed the currency and you couldn't go and like exchange so much money, this guy's busy talking about how he's a multimillionaire or a billionaire. And yet the reality of it is his cash is practically worthless at this point because he cannot use it at any point in time. But maybe that's just him and maybe I don't understand because I don't have kids. But what I do have is this podcast, which I probably should have started by saying... 
Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is a fan of that ass ma because he is thinking about booty. He is a man who recently adopted skipping leg day in his workout routine. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now as usual, you all know the drill, if you don't know it then I'm gonna repeat it for you. If you know it then you can repeat it after me, but if you don't know it and you don't feel like repeating it after me then it'll just ring in your head because it almost sounds like a song and it relates to how it is that you can contribute to the making of Tweet Street via the many tweets that you see on Twitter that you feel we should definitely discuss. And it's a very simple drill that sounds like a song and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. And I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. On Facebook and on IG, you can send it to at Breaktime on our side. The DMs are always open and it does apply to those screenshots and those screen grabs that are from Twitter that end up on Facebook or on IG. Now, a massive thank you to each and every one of you that has been dropping a nice rating on whichever app that you're using to listen to your podcast. I really appreciate each and every one of you that's been doing that. There's those of y'all that have been giving me reviews via IG, which I definitely appreciate. It's just that I feel like, you know, some of them should be for the rest of the world to see, not just me or my followers or your followers. So if you wouldn't mind posting them up on the apps that you use as well, I would highly appreciate that shit. Helps me climb up the charts and also allows me to not lie to people and tell them that I am a chart-topping podcaster because I know that I am a chart-topping podcaster. Now, of course, I have a bunch of tweets that I would like to discuss, but considering that this is the end of the month and I know we won't have a Tweet Street episode up until next month, I do want to clear a couple of things. Now, over this past month, I feel like we've had so many weird sex stories that I feel like I haven't even covered them all. Like from dealing with people who are fucking kids to, you know, kids that are being pushed by their mothers to fuck R. Kelly, who fucks kids, to people shagging horses, to Alabama and everything in between. So considering that all of these stories came through over the course of this month, I feel like it's best if I actually cleared them within this month. Like I don't want to carry on any of these weird sex stories on to next month just because I feel like we need space for more new shit and I feel like this should just be classified as a weird month in terms of sex stories for 2022. So I'm just gonna try and mow through a bunch of them in quick fire order. So let me start with the billionaire that inspired the current persona of Tony Stark in the MCU, Mr. Elon Musk. Apparently, a story has come out confirming that he had twins last year around the same exact time that he was having a baby with his current girlfriend. Now, he had fathered those twins with an exec of his who just happened to be a project director at his company Neuralink. Now, in addition with those twins, if you actually count all of the known kids that Elon Musk has, they actually come to a sum total of nine. So in some ways, you could consider him to be one of the richest men on the planet in terms of the money that he's made, or you can look at him as one of the richest men on the planet in terms of the number of kids that he's made, which is actually competing with someone like Nick Cannon and Future. So I feel like in both ways, you should kind of look at him in fairly high regard, even though he's not the only Musk that we're featuring in this segment. But moving on ahead, now Puerto Rican singer, songwriter and actor known as Ricky Martin, who was recently accused of domestic violence, is now facing up to 50 years in prison for incest under Puerto Rican law. And because I know we're going there, I might as well just roll out the Alabama red carpet. So, 
Now, the reason for him facing up to 50 years came after his brother went public with the entire case and while the whole accusation was on domestic violence, he did point out that he had been having a 7-month relationship with the victim of this entire complaint, which is his 21-year-old nephew. So, to put it into context, Ricky Martin was fucking his nephew. And to put that into better context, instead of him going down the street to find a nigger to fuck besides his husband because I actually checked on him, this guy decided to go down the hall and fuck his 21-year-old nephew. And I don't know how this is going to be for the judge or judges that are supposed to be dealing with this guy's case because it seems a little bit wild because these guys are big on like not wanting incest to happen. But at the same time, it's not like domestic violence is a very tiny crime. So considering that it's more like one will probably be convicted for one if not the other, there's a pretty good chance that this guy might try to argue his way through a bunch of shit. But at the end of the day, it's like, these guys now have to choose if he should be convicted for domestic violence or he should be convicted for incest. Like, that's a very tough place to be as a judge because you don't want to make it look like domestic violence isn't a bigger crime than incest, but at the same time, you do not want people to think that incest isn't that big of a crime at all. So, I don't know, I, I do kind of feel for, for the judges that will be handling his case. Although, now to finish things off on this whole Alabama front, now, Elon Musk's father, Errol Musk, who is 76 years old, recently came out to confirm that he had had a second child with his 35-year-old stepdaughter. Now, he did confirm that they had the baby in 2019 and it was a girl, so if she does come of age while this man is still alive, he might just end up being the man who is both father, grandfather and great-grandfather to his own children. Because I kid you the hell not, this man has said, and these are his words, not mine, the only thing we are on this earth for is to reproduce. Like, this nigga takes the whole idea of fucking other people and fucking in Alabama terms to the next level. And the weirdest thing, he's not even in Alabama. So you know what, kill that instrumental. Let's go back to the original one. Alright, cool. Now, I'm not gonna lie, this actually does kind of sound like a porno to an extent. Not this part where he's having kids with, you know, with a stepdaughter, you know, just the idea of fucking the stepdaughter because, you know, that actually does make for a pretty interesting porn category. And it is a pretty interesting porn category that's actually gotten a fuck ton of views. You know, the whole step-sibling and sibling, you know, like fucking category moved from being a subcategory to a category of its own. So you do kind of have to put some respect on that. The only thing is, most people think about that from a fantasy point of view. Not necessarily that they want to fuck their stepdaughter, but because the models that are being used as the quote-unquote stepdaughter works. Same exact thing with a stepmom, same thing with a stepdad, same thing with a stepson. You know, it's, it's the idea of a younger person or an older person that's fairly close to you that you'd want to fuck. But to think that someone would actually put this into actual reality is honestly beyond me. And the worst part is this guy's 76, so I don't even think he was watching that porn. Although then again, this is Elon Musk's father. He probably got like a gift of like VR headsets and he decided to watch some VR porn and he decided to reenact it in a very VR way. You know, minus the V if you know what I'm talking about. But all in all, I guess that's him and I just hope that no one else attempts to do the same exact thing. So I will leave it at that and I will kick it off with the tweets. So on to our very first tweet of this episode. So why can't men marry the ladies they party, smoke and drink with? Well, to be very honest, 
it's a little bit hard for a lot of guys to answer that like we know that we won't but it's hard for us to just say why it is we won't but let me just try and simplify it for you and just try and put it into words like when you look at the people that you party with that you smoke and you drink with you don't know them by their good deeds but you know them by their flaws if i can put it that way like you know all the 10 deeds that they've done and you know you know the three or four that were flaws and they don't automatically get forgiven or written off or not get looked at as mistakes just because we're like close friends or besties or some shit and it is a good chunk of the reason why according to bro code you're not supposed to go for your friend or your best friend or just generally your bro's uh, sister cousin or just generally just family member because there's those flaws that you have there's those bad things that you've done with them and they know every intricate detail of it and in as much as they might support you on it in as much as they'll accept you for it it's not like they'd let you near someone that they'd consider to be their prized possession so to a very very huge degree that's a good chunk of the reason why guys won't do that like yes i know you've gone and you fucked like all of these different guys and hell i probably told you you know what if you want to do it go ahead and do it but it doesn't mean that i'd want to spend the rest of my life with you and in this case there's stuff that i'd be very comfortable knowing about you as my friend there's stuff that i'd be very comfortable doing with you or doing in your presence and seeing you do as as you know a close homie or a drinking buddy or some shit but as a wife as an intimate partner fuck that shit i'd never let you near any of that i'd never even condone it so as a result you find that there's the babes that we'll drink with that we almost consider to be like homies that we definitely would not marry or touch the idea of being in a long-term relationship with a 10-foot pole. And in some ways, in some cases you might actually even think about it and be like, but when you kind of think about it like they're the people that we should probably want to marry and be with because they know us deep down to our core. We know them deep down to their core as opposed to some new person who you don't really know. But the thing is when you kind of think about it when you want to be with someone you want to be with an angel when you think about someone that you'd want say your sister or your brother with you'd want them to be with some version of an angel and in some cases you kind of have to think about it and be like as opposed to being with a devil that i know i'd much rather they be with an angel that i don't because if i know all the bad things that you've done then it can very easily make me write you off because i do not consider you to be that good of a person and i hope i'm making sense then the other side of it is a lot of the babes that we party smoke and drink with actually don't have that you know respect that we'd want from a partner like yes i get it a lot of them would look at us as peers and will think that you know me being with him you know will be partners but will you let me take a leadership role if i tell you to back down will you back down no questions asked if i tell you to do something even though you don't agree to it will you say yes and still do the same exact thing And honestly, I do not think that most of the babes that we drink, smoke and party with would actually do the same exact thing because you see us as so much of a peer for you to come up under us and you know be submissive to us as guys or be submissive to one of the guys there seems like it might actually be very very hard for quite a number of you. So, because of that reason, we don't even consider it and just based off of the fact that you don't give us that kind of respect that way, we usually just sort of write you off. But all in all, I might be wrong about that one, so I will leave it at that and I will move it on. So, on to our very next tweet of this episode. My relationships with anyone is literally a mirror of how you treat me. I do not overplay my part anymore. 
y'all take advantage of good-hearted people. Well, while in 2022 terms it does seem like a good thing to do, I honestly wouldn't consider it to be the best. Like I'm not saying this as a guy per se. I'm actually saying this as someone that sort of studies, okay, can I really say studies, but sort of really pays attention to relationships because there's this one piece of advice that a lot of old people actually tend to say about relationships and a lot of people who've been married for a long time will say where it's like you don't give 50-50 in a relationship, you give 100-100. And the meaning of that is you may not always receive 100% from your partner. Sometimes your partner may only have 30 to give, but you need to be able to give the 100 or even though it's a 70 that you can manage to give, you know, you give the 70, you give the 80, you give the 90 that you can give. And the reality of it is it's not like people are always going to be giving 100 100 all the time. And yes, the person that loves less has the most power in a relationship and whatever blah blah that some people might say but at the end of the day if you get out of a relationship and you know very well that you didn't give it everything that it's got aren't you going to be the one that's regretful as opposed to the person that gave everything still had their heart broken just like you and then the relationship ended because at the end of the day one saying usually stands true for me it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all sometimes you're going to be going through shit you know sometimes someone will put you through pain but at the end of the day if you didn't give it everything then you're still going to be the person who will say you know what i could have given more as opposed to the satisfied person who would have said i gave it everything and it still didn't work out so it's okay like this is some of the shit that actually helps you heal after the relationship so however it is you look at it i personally believe that when you're in a relationship give it your all regardless of whether you're male whether you're female go ahead and do as much as you should do in that relationship this garbage that people usually spew out of i give what i get or i'm going to marry you like that shit that people say nowadays is simply as a result of them being taken through shit a couple of times of which the reality of it is maybe you just need to change the kind of niggas or the kind of bitches that you're with but either way at the end of it you know it's not like you're going to feel any better when your heart is broken hell you might end up feeling worse because you could have done more which could have possibly even kept the relationship running but then again i'm the guy that hasn't dated in a minute so you don't necessarily have to take my advice for it but i will leave it at that and i will move it on so on to our very last tweet of this episode a man will never cheat if he's well fed given enough sex and peace of mind I really really want to agree with this. I honestly want to agree with this with every fiber of my being, but the unfortunate truth of it is it's actually not true. Like the problem isn't actually what she's saying, it's just the fact that she's referring to it almost as if it's like a general consensus. The truth of it is it's not entirely the case and there are some niggas that will still cheat even though you give him good food, a lot of sex and peace of mind. like that's just the reality of it the thing is this is very good as a fundamental building block to to keeping your man happy and thus having a very good relationship with him like in terms of the number of issues that he can bring you like they will be extremely minimal if you provide with his three main things good food good sex and peace of mind simple as that 
like if you can nail these ones in spades you have a minimum amount of problems now there's definitely a couple of other things that usually come in such as you know uh, a bunch of respect that is required you know because there's a lot of babes that can give all of this and lack respect and you know can you appeal to his inner baby and shit and baby him a little bit here and there show him affection and so on stuff like that would definitely be acceptable as well and they would also reinforce that but the reality of it is there's some guys who just will cheat because they have an opportunity to fuck a bitch like they have this opportunity there's a fine babe in front of them they'll take it and that's a reality that a lot of babes actually have to take into account because thinking that there's one thing or there's you know a list of things that you will have to do to prevent any guy from cheating is almost like thinking that as a guy there is one set of qualities or at least as an entire set of qualities that you can have as a man that will ensure that every single woman will either want to fuck you or will want to marry you and be with you forever which let's be honest is garbage it's not true there is no one size fits all that appeals to every single woman just the same way there's no one size fits all that will prevent every single man from cheating the truth of it is there are some things that will increase the chances and there's some things that will decrease the chances and that applies both ways whether you're looking at attracting women or you're looking at making a man not cheat because in reality that's actually how it's supposed to work so just the same way i will tell you that just because you're tall dark and handsome doesn't mean you'll appeal to every babe i will tell you you know making sure he's well fed you give him enough sex and you give him peace of mind doesn't mean that he won't cheat there's a lot of sensible rational guys who will definitely take all of this and they will use it as a basis of not cheating they they look at the idea of of them going ahead shagging another babe in private and they're like you know what it's not worth the risk i love my shorty she's doing enough so i might as well stick to this but there's some guys that look at it and they'll be like you know what it's just this other babe and shorty doesn't have to find out and they'll go ahead and they'll do it although at the same time i have to admit it's not like peace of mind is a universal concept in and of itself for some babes they think of peace of mind as not bothering your man when he cheats you know it's just you guys agreeing that as long as he doesn't disrespect you and he doesn't bring his affairs home or he ensures that there's maximum privacy so this shit doesn't blow up and her name or the family name gets dragged into it then it's all perfectly okay it's all fine and dandy and i did talk about that when i was discussing the idea of cheating respectfully but all in all when you kind of look at it when you look at it from the general idea of all of it all of these things will definitely reduce the chances of him cheating and it'll increase the chance of you guys having a happy relationship with a man but it doesn't mean that it will make him not cheat completely it does not work for every man but it might actually work for quite a number of them but all in all i might be wrong about this shit so i'd want the fellas to tell me about this but all in all i want your thoughts on this regardless of gender do you agree with it do you disagree with it i want to know the dms are open on twitter it is at bagaka the d you can slide into the dms there on facebook and on ig it is at break time on my side thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are using castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break